I don't even know if my parents listen to the podcast. Hopefully not. <laughs> but if they do, I'm really nervous because I don't even know if they know I drink alcohol. Oh, or definitely don't know that I've been drunk before. Uh, in your, how old are you, Hallie? I'm 28 years old. Alrighty. Okay. I'm scared though. Okay. Uh, I mean, at my own wedding, which I will admit, I was very young for uh, getting married. You were not very young. You were over 21 years old. But for getting married, it was young. I was just saying before people judge me. Okay. I was 23. Aaron was 22. Uh But I was definitely like sneaking. I mean, during the toast and stuff, I had champagne and my parents obviously expected that. Okay. But... Like, a couple of our friends would bring us shots, and we had to, like, have our friends block us so that my family couldn't see. Oh, my God. So I was, like, sneaking shots at my wedding. I was sneaking <laughs> shots at my high school graduation party, <laughs> and I'm sure my parents knew what the hell was going on. That's crazy. Sounds pretty classic for us. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> so, according to the CDC, people 12 to 20 years old drink 11% of all the alcohol consumed in the United States. Wowza. Yeah, I mean, would you? do you think that's a lot, or what were you expecting? I think that's a lot. Do you not? I guess, I guess there are a lot of people who consume a ton of alcohol in college. True. That just was not my experience at all. Yeah. Well, today we're going to be discussing alcohol. And listen, if you are a sober person, whether it's based on past experiences, religion, or just your choice in life, we support you. Yes. We commend you. This episode is just... Us talking about our own personal stories and our opinions on alcohol. <laughs> this is Loud and Louder with, with Holly and Misha. Glug, 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 glug. <laughs> According to DoSomething.org, um, about 72% of students have consumed alcohol, more than just a few sips, by the end of high school. And more than 37% have consumed more than a few sips by eighth grade. All right. Yeah. I mean... So how much alcohol... Well, how much alcohol did you grow up around? Like, what was your household dynamic? Um, I mean, the Coles, we drink. And not, not like a drink where it's like you get smacked, like... But, like, wine was all, like, you know, my parents were always having a glass of wine at dinner. You know, like, my dad was always making himself a martini every night. It's just, that's just what I grew up around, you know. Like, if something was happening, there was usually alcohol around. And Mm -hmm. both of my parents, I've never, I can never say that I've seen them, like, drunk as hell. I don't think I've seen that. But they have fun. They get tipsy. My mom gets giggly, you know. (laughs) Um, so yeah, I, for me, drinking was always around me. I mean, even as a, as a toddler, I, I literally remember walking up to my dad to ask for sips of beer and I would, and I really liked the taste of it. Wait, he, he gave you sips of beer as a toddler? Yeah. Maybe like not, okay, Tyler probably. And you liked Like four or five. Yeah, and I hate beer now, so it's really weird, but I used to be like, ooh, this is good. Oh, I still think beer is gross. Yeah, I'm I'm not a beer fan. Except for sour beer. But, yeah, I mean, that was just always kind of a thing. And like my, my mom's side, they're not as big on drinking, but the Coles. (laughs) <laughs> we get. I don't know if you remember the line from Game of Thrones, but we always say it was my dad's favorite line. I drink and, and I, I know, know things. things. That's 
That's the cold motto. That's we great. drink and we know things. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? <laughs> oh, well, you know. <laughs> As a, I'm sure you could guess by now, <laughs> alcohol was a big, big no-no. Like, none of it ever at all, even if you're over 21. Like, to this day, if my dad takes, you know, the family out for dinner, you do not order alcohol under his tab. Like, I remember getting really nervous because Aaron was like, I'm not going to pretend to be something I'm not. Like, I drink sometimes. I'm Good over 21. You, it's fine. Aaron. And I was like, please don't. Please don't order alcohol when we go out to dinner. It's a non-alcoholic beer, Dan, I swear. (laughs) Um, So wait, so if you guys were at dinner and you said, I'm going to pay for my drink, is that not okay? I'm like breaking into sweats thinking about that. (laughs) I just, my dad would probably give us a lot of crap. And I mean, okay, so my dad and stepmom, my mom and stepdad, like, none of them drink at all and none of them like alcohol in the house or when you go out to dinner with them like it's a zero tolerance type deal like my mom was my mom has been gifted like nice wine multiple times and like what does she do with it she literally so the times that I remember I was like maybe middle school or so or maybe high school but my older siblings were of drinking age Uh and they're like okay well we like wine can we just have it and she's like, nope. And she would just uncork it no. and dump it down the no. drain. Oh, my God. That just reminds me. When I first started working as a server for Blue Plate, this is the catering company we used to work for. Right. At the end of a party, if a bottle was open, oh, they just, like, this. pour it down the sink. And it was, like, the saddest thing I've ever seen. I was like, oh, oh what? Wait. They're like, yeah, we, we can't take it back. And we, I'm like, that is so sad. Just, like, tens and tens of... I remember we did this event that was actually really small. It was for like 30 people, but they wanted mimosas and hors d'oeuvres. But people didn't know that they were getting that at this event. So like no one was eating or drinking anything. And I ate as much as I could. Oh, that's what we always Because I hate seeing it go in the trash. But then they they told us, absolutely. (laughs) But they told us like, you need to have a lot of champagne ready before people even arrive. So we had opened tons of bottles. Like we had probably opened 15 to 20 bottles and we went through maybe two. Oh. And then of course, by like law slash company standards, they were just dumping them in the oh. trash can. And I was like, it oh, broke I my take heart. This home. <laughs> because no. A, like I don't like wasting anything. I just feel guilty about literally everything in life but b i'm so cheap that like i don't even care if those were five dollar bottles of champagne like i want them oh and like for me c i just want them because it's alcohol Alcohol. (laughs) it's going down the drain oh yeah that was was tragic but yeah just to loop back around it was something that was discussed a lot actually growing up where it was like you know you can technically make the decision for yourself, but why even try alcohol? Because, you know, you could develop an addiction. You could drink and drive. You know, the Bible says it's wrong, which really uh, the Bible just says drunkenness or, like, letting alcohol take over your life right. is wrong. But, um, like, Jesus' first miracle. Oh, the classic line my dad's because I brought this up to my dad frequently, and my dad would always say, well, just because he turned water into wine doesn't mean he drank the wine. It doesn't say Jesus drank it. Well, but I'm like, well, 
he's clearly condoning it. Right. He's giving the sin for the... No. Or he's like... No, Dad. No. I'm making this wine for you all, but if you drink it, you're going to hell. This This is is a a test. test. (laughs) (laughs) Hell no. And it was at someone's wedding. Like, come on. Okay, so like when you were... At communion, did you guys have... Because for oh, us, no. we had grape juice. We always had grape juice. Okay, the, so your church ch- didn't have one. The churches that I grew up in had the same mentality of like, why drink? There are more harms than benefits. Like, So pause. Yeah. When they were doing the whole, like, first... Or not first communion, the last supper. And he said, this is my blood. This is bl-. Like, remember me when you drink wine? Yeah. Right. So they were lying. Yeah. <laughs> Sinners. I mean, I get the grape juice thing in case there are people in your congregation that struggle with addiction. Yeah, we like, never had that. That would be weird. We always had grape juice and I loved it. But, oh, I thought it tastes so good. Oh, I was so excited. To this Every time day, I was like, I need more. To this day. I would pick the biggest cup in the, because we, because yes, they would, me too, I was like, I need the not biggest even. piece of bread and yep. the biggest glass of I'm so of hungry juice. and thirsty. <laughs> I did the same exact thing. And to this day, I prefer grape juice over wine. Like, we go oh, to our friend. Aaron's best friend is, or one of his best friends, um, is Jewish, and we go over to their house every year for Passover, uh-huh. and they have wine for the children. Oh, and I'm always, or I'm sorry, grape juice for the children. Oh, and they're always like, okay, you know, who wants what? And I'm like, grape juice, please. <laughs> and it tastes so good. It's the one oh, time the of year I drink grape, grape juice. Ju- oh, it's not even sparkling. A, it's like flat. Oh no, as a kid, it's so good. As a kid, for like, and that's why I knew I was like start gonna rage because even as a kid for like <laughs> Christmas or like New Year's I'd be like bring out the Welch's sparkling oh. let's do this <laughs> no we did have that in my household for New Year's Eve mm-hmm. but the adults would also drink that damn and I remember laughing my head off because my older brother and my siblings and I were we were pretending to be drunk off of it and we thought it was the funniest thing and my brother was playing like a drunk uncle and like falling to the ground oh he wasn't doing like inappropriate drunk uncle no sorry when I think of drunk uncle I'm like wait what who's in your family (laughs) (laughs) no I don't we didn't have any drunk that sounds weird but the weird stereotype on like TV shows yeah yeah it's like that crazy yeah like we just thought drinking alcohol equals being crazy so when we impersonated being drunk we just lost our minds and it was so fun well that's what I do (laughs) No, I'm just kidding, kind of. Um, so, like, what do you remember? What was the first time you got drunk? Oh, I remember. And what age were you, Pertel? I was like 21 in one month. Wow. Because for my 21, my 21st, I almost said 21. <laughs> <laughs> You've been drinking some too much of those. Trillies. I only had one. Okay, this just so shows my tolerance. Um, my 21st birthday, I was in Ireland with my mom and aunt for this. Well, that's a long story, but I was part of this festival thing. Okay. Anyways, I was sick. Like, I had a really bad cold, and I'm with two people who don't condone drinking alcohol. On your 21st birthday. Yeah. So oh. I was like, well, this is lame. But then when I got back to the States, my friends were like, we need to get you drunk. And I was yeah. like, no, no, guys. Like, drink drinking too much is bad. Like, I do want to try it, but, like, not too far. So did you think, as it, like, before you started drinking... Did you think that you were never going to drink? Like, did you think that you were going to be an adult that didn't drink? I thought I was going to be an adult that never drank to excess. Like, once in a what while. What is an excess? Like, you feel drunk. Like, you can't drive. You shouldn't drive. Oh. So, I was like, you know, I'll have a couple drinks every now and then. But, like, 
getting drunk is wrong. So let me flash forward to what happened. (laughs) So, you know, being that naive, I did not know how much alcohol it takes to feel the effects. Yep. And the taste was so delicious because I was mostly drinking Mike's Heart Lemonade. You had a different experience than my first. So (laughs) we'll get to yours. Yep. uh So I had five Mike's Hard Lemonades and three shots of Fireball. And this is coming from someone who had not had alcohol in her life. Yes. It's a miracle that I never threw up. Never threw up. Seriously. Good job. But I kept thinking like I wasn't drunk even though I was. So I was like, guys, I'm not drunk. That's purple. That's white. Your shirt is black and white. What? This is brown. And they're like, you don't go colorblind when you get drunk. That's awesome. And then I was like, okay, can a drunk person do this? A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S. And I did the whole thing. And they're like, Holly, no, you're definitely First of all, I love that your friend just let you do the whole thing. And they're just looking at you like this. They were laughing their heads off. Because (laughs) uptight Holly was drunk and that was crazy to them. So by the time I finally acknowledged it, then the guilt set in immediately. There was one other Christian at this gathering and I just kept talking to Well, one other Christian that was like a Christian? Well, no one else like considered themselves to be Christians. Okay. Oh, okay. Except for this guy. And yeah. this was at a Christian college, mm-hmm. but you know, it was diverse and yeah. especially the theater scene. Yeah. Um, and I was just constantly like, Please don't judge me. Like, you don't think I'm bad, do you? And he was like, No, this is fine, Holly. Was like, he drunk? N- no. Oh. But he was like he's like, You're in a safe environment, like who cares? You're fine. And like he really wasn't judging me. I was judging myself. Yeah. Then Aaron came to pick me up and had to like help me down the stairs. Oh. And I had to go back to my mom's because it was summer. And so he, bless his heart, like got me into PJs, got me into bed without my mom waking up, because that would have been horrifying. But in the car, I just started sobbing and he was like, Oh my god, what's wrong, Holly? And because, you know, throwing it back to our crying episode I never cried yeah and he he was really concerned for me and I was just like does Jesus still love me and he was like yes Jesus still loves you I was like are you sure because I'm really drunk and he was like yes Holly just eat this granola bar and I like took one bite I was like I'm not hungry and I threw it in the front seat I was in the back I don't know why what um and then I'm it's a miracle we didn't get caught and then I was begging him to sleep next to me. And I Not was like, sleep with you, though. Correct. Just sleep next to me. <laughs> and I was, I mean, I'm, I actually probably wanted to do something. Wait, by then you guys have... By then we, we had lost our Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Um, and I was, like, trying to negotiate. I was like, I'll sober up if you sleep next to me. He's like, that's not how this works, and that's not allowed in your mother's household, so not going to happen. So, thank God Aaron was there, but, like, I went from zero to 60 in one night. And it nice. was a it was a roller coaster. So how long after that did you drink? Like, did you take a break, or were you like, "This was fun, let's do it again"? No, I definitely took a break because I felt bad. Yeah, but I I did continue drinking, and um, again, it just it felt fine when I was like in my apartment with people I trusted. That's when I started having this debate in my head of like, "Well, is it that bad?" Right, and you still have that debate. Yeah, I st- I still feel kind of guilty sometimes. Yeah, but anyways. <laughs> When's the first time you got drunk? Ooh, talking Nisha. about the whole uh, dynamic of our duo. Um, my <laughs> first time I got drunk, I was 15. I was a sophomore. Oh, wow. Sophomore in high school. It was the first half day that we did not have basketball practice because the season was over. So me and a couple of my girls, we all 
decided I think we started off at one place with my cards things like that and that was cool and we were like this is fun and then we walked all the way to my place so I guess we probably sobered up a little bit wait where did you get the Mike's cards oh so like we live in Oak Park so like the west side's right there I mean like I literally so if you go to a liquor store they just don't oh in high school I used to go in my practice jersey Oh and my the, God. Yeah, like it was. So basically, your shirt said, I am a I'm high in high school. And they were like, Great. What do you want? <laughs> yeah. Or you would like have to add. I hated that. Talking about like anxiety as a kid trying. The, wow, the, all that sounds really bad. But I used to hate being the one that had to go into the store because it was always <laughs> like not the best of spots in the Chicago neighborhoods. And. Yeah. Always getting hit on by the most random dudes, old guys. And at that point, and, you already had giant boobs. Oh, I've had titties for a long time. Since so, you came out of your mother's yeah, womb. Yeah, yeah. As soon as I <laughs> came out of my mother's womb, my dad was like, what are those? And I'm like, titties. <laughs> but yeah, so we got the alcohol, had fun, walked to my house. So I think there was like five of us. And we're all friends, having a blast. And one of my close friends, who I will not say her name right now, but she knows who she is. Um, she decided, so my dad, my parents, I said we always had liquor. So my parents had a bar in the basement. Cool. So my friend said, I'm going to make us a drink. And we didn't know what alcohol is supposed to taste like. And we don't know how to make cocktails. So this girl took literally a splash from every bottle that was on the bar and put it in a cup. So I'm talking like from gin to like butter, butter butternut or what's that shit? Butternut squash vodka. Yeah. (laughs) We've all had that. (laughs) Butterscotch. uh, Snaps. Snaps. Whatever that is. To tequila. To rum. To vodka. To like all of it was in one cup. And we thought the it was supposed to taste bad. So, yeah, every time we took a sip out of it, it was, like, disgusting. But that's what we thought it was supposed right. to be. And, man, when you talk about 0 to 100, we went, I mean, you said 0 to 60. We went 0 to 100. Like, all of a sudden, my girl mm. is on the ground singing Uchi Wally Wally. And, like, nothing's making sense. And, by the way, guys, my parents were upstairs. What? Yep. Yeah, we were both. My parents were upstairs. That's so bold. I will never forget. My friend goes upstairs. Uh-oh. And... I come up hearing her talking to my mom about our fridge and saying... Your mom had to have known immediately that she was drunk, right? She... We've said this before in episodes. My mom had a weird... She she didn't call things out. Like, now... I'll probably ask her now. I haven't asked about this story. I haven't answered this one. But... My friend kept saying, like, this is a real nice refrigerator. My cousin has a refrigerator like this. The ice comes out right here, and you press the button. I was like, fresh. We get Go go downstairs. Go downstairs. Oh, my God. That was the first time Were I Were you all drunk. puking? I don't think I got drunk. Sorry, I'm, like, truly burping over here from Truly Lemonade. That's okay. Um, <laughs> I don't think I threw up, um, but Man. I definitely didn't feel good the next day. I guess, like, the younger you are, the the more endurance you have, too. Yeah. Well, and also, like, you were, like, I took a break, and I think probably after that, like, maybe every weekend we were, like, drinking. <laughs> Damn. And we were so stupid, too, in high school. We'd write these notes talking about what we're going to do in high school and what we're doing on the weekend, and our code name for alcohol was Sprite. Like, someone that found our letter wouldn't be like, 
Oh, they're not talking about alcohol because like we can't wait to go to the store and buy some Sprite for this weekend. Oh, it's gonna be so much fun with all that Sprite that we drink. It's like what? And Honestly, then, if I were the teacher and I found that, I'd probably be like, these girls really like Sprite. No, and then one time my girl started switching it to milk. I'm like, okay, this is this is just ridiculous. Oh. We need to not stop yet. So yeah, that was That's my first though. experience and drinking in high school. I mean, for for me, it was just kind of a it was a thing. I mean, everyone didn't do it, but majority of the people I was around we did like we Mm. had like keggers in the woods where now thinking about that I'm like that sounds scary as hell and sometimes it it was sometimes it was it was dark and all of a sudden the cops would come and you had to run and you're like tripping over logs and but there's always a story behind that I never somehow I never was at a Actually, I take that back. I wore, I was at a couple parties that got busted, but I never got in trouble. Dang. People used to get drinking tickets all the time. Oak Park man, go O P R F. So college, we had very different situations in college. Well, I and high school. Well, high school makes sense because all high schools should be. Oh, they don't see my air quotes. Should be dry campuses. But I went to U of I, which is a big party school. And you went... Grand Canyon (laughs) University. Lopes up. Yeah, our uh, mascot was a teeny tiny lope. Like an antelope. They even had a statue. They had a statue of this antelope. And I kid you not, he was like three feet tall. (laughs) And it was supposed to be like accurate to size. I was like... That antelope couldn't kill a blade of grass. But your campus was a dry campus. (laughs) Oh, Absolutely. I don't even... I mean, we wouldn't even let people of the opposite gender hang out together. The only way you were going to be able to hook up... So not even if you dry cups, but dry... Yeah. <laughs> dry everything. Dry. Or just be sneaky. It's funny because I definitely fooled around in my dorm room my freshman year. Uh-huh. And then once it became an RA, I was like, damn it. I guess we'll just have to do that at your place, Aaron. Damn. So if Aaron came to visit you from out of state, you guys wouldn't... We had to prop the door open, which when you're an RA, that's like inviting. So people would come in just to like hang out with me, even though my long distance boyfriend was sitting there. People would just like come in and talk to me or like oh, fold no. their laundry with me. And I'm what? like, can you not take a hint? Like get out. Wait, you, they fold their laundry? Like they'd, they'd be like on their way back from the laundry room, see my door was open and decide to just like folds it while they were talking to me oh but you know why it's because you were like yeah sure come on in i mean of course i had an open door policy (laughs) i wanted to be approachable jesus so here's a question Mm -hmm. can you think of students that you know were drinking no no really you had to hide it it was such a small community that you you really could not get away with it very so well. So you never saw like a student walking in the dorm. You're like, oh, they're drunk. The uh, sometimes yeah. Wow. But the only time I really knew people were drinking was an accident bust, and oh boy, I had spring break duty, and everyone went home because there was nothing to do on campus. Right. Like everything was closed. It's already a tiny campus. There's nothing to do. And it's not in a city, right? It was like Well, a... it was in kind of the ghetto part of Phoenix. Oh. So like you didn't want to step off campus gotcha. because it was not safe. Gotcha. So everyone was gone, but we still had to do rounds like normal blah blah blah. But then like the few people who did stay behind, it's like be smart because you have a spotlight on you now. Right. So we heard a guy in a girl's dorm room and we're like, oh, we have to like knock on their door. 
And so we knock on the door and we hear the Nark. Listen, <laughs> it was for the money. Um, but yes, I was born a narc. You uh, really were. <laughs> I was meant for this life. Um, so we knock on the door and of course we hear them like wrestling around. Yeah. Coming. Yeah. And a girl, two girls answer the door and they're like, yeah. We were like, hey, we heard a guy and it's past hours. So like he just has to leave the hall. They're like, there's no guy. And we're like, listen, we're, we're positive we heard a guy. Just please, like, kick him out, and, and we're not going to write you up or anything. Like, he's just got to go. They're like, no, really. Like, there's no guy. And I was like, we have to search if you keep doing this. So right. we could do this the easy way or the hard way. And they're like, did nope. You, we could, and we're like, You did not just say we could do this the easy way or the hard way. No. I, I did, probably didn't actually say <laughs> that, but I'm dramatizing the situation. <laughs> so then we were like, all right, well, we got to go in. And so we go in, and then we see a ton of empty liquor bottles, and we're like, shit. You idiot! Like, now you made this way harder. And we're like, okay, the bedroom's locked. Can you open this? They're like, oh, no, we can't. We don't have a key. And we're like, all right, we'll call our resident director then. And then we check the other room, and someone's in the shower. And I'm like, I know this is weird, but can you please pop your head out just to show me that you're a girl? And this girl opens the entire the entire um, shower curtain and shows me her whole naked body, and she's sobbing. I'm like are you okay? And she just keeps crying. I'm like, is she okay? They're like, yeah, 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 she's fine. Is she the was door just still so open? drunk. Yeah, oh. <laughs> she just like, she just was like, letting me see everything. Wait, so was there a guy? There was a guy in the locked room. <laughs> and so, our resident director had to come and then, we left because at that point it was like a legal situation and then we followed up and these these people all got misdemeanors. What? Just because they wouldn't open the door with Holly, the Holly, you did that. <laughs> Honestly. Oh, man. We were trying to be nice. They were being rude. I I don't feel bad. <laughs> like I said, I was born an art. Oh, man. You were, I don't man, know. We would have been talking so much shit just about like, you. Literally, like, you're going to get in legal trouble instead of just, like, going out with the guy. Like, why did you have to hide him? Well, but listen... I, okay, before you all hate me, I recognize. Do it! Just kidding. I recognize that those rules were insane. Yeah. Like it's like it's asking college. for it. You're asking for it's college. Yeah. People are gonna do what they're gonna do. Right. And I get that it was a Christian university, but like I admit it was dumb. Like yeah. sex was not condoned, but I was doing it at ASU. Right. So right. <laughs> Hello. So yeah, I guess I was a hypocrite. But again, it was for the money and like the insanely huge scholarships. I'm gonna like trick you one day and like send someone to like get you to try to narc for some money and see what you do now. Cause now <laughs> I'd I like, like to think I wouldn't that these days. I like that you just said I'd like to think I wouldn't instead of just being like I wouldn't. I mean, how much money and what's the situation? <laughs> I'm unemployed. <laughs> I just remembered another piece of that story that makes me sound like a terrible person. All right, let's hear it. So the people that we busted for, you know, their spring break drinking, they were celebrating one of the girls' birthdays. Oh, come on. And the guy was visiting from out of state. Wait, and he got a misdemeanor? I think they all did. You... Happy birthday. (laughs) 
We need to find these kids. I'm gonna like buy them a shot. I know. I'll be like, you wanna come? You wanna come party with me? I throw really cool house parties now. I promise. That's hilarious. Yeah. So. So, how often do you drink now? Like, also, I'm curious. What's your relationship and routine with drinking, pre-pandemic, and currently? Okay, so how often do I drink? Um, on the reg. <laughs> I mean, let's hear some numbers, please. I mean, I typically have a drink, and when I say have a drink, you just think what you want to think. No, no, no. I want let listen. I have drinks on a daily basis for the most part. Do I get drunk? On a daily basis, no. But you also have high tolerance. I definitely do have high tolerance. So like, but are like, you not going to tell me a number? Well, I don't know the goddamn number, Holly. I don't know. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I mean, no need to bring God into this. I mean, <laughs> Jesus, no, I'm not just even kidding. Just kidding. But I mean, it depends on what I'm drinking. Okay. Also, like it depends on I don't know. With quarantine, honestly, I feel like in the beginning it was just like it's one o'clock. Let's have a drink. Where yeah. now it's kind of like, all right, this is getting redundant. So I feel like in the beginning, oh, another truly burp. In the beginning, <laughs> ooh, you need an antacid. Yeah, I carry on them. I carry them on me always. I know you do. I use them all the time. Um, but yeah, I think before I, I don't think I'm drinking more than I was before. Probably in the beginning, I was like. You know, we were playing beer pong for no reason. Well, because it felt like a fun, limited amount of time. Yeah, like, yeah. I'll never get this time again. Yeah. I got to make the most of it. And now it's like, oh, this is going to be like a year or something. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think I drink more than I do. And also, like, for me, I definitely get more intoxicated when I'm out than when I'm at home. Like, mm-hmm. when I'm at home, I, like, sip on things. Where, like, Mm -hmm. if I'm out, especially if I'm out with people and I'm talking a lot, for some reason, like, honestly, actually, if I'm home, like, by myself or with wit, I don't drink as much. If I have, like, if, like, you're over or, like, someone else is over and, like, we're, like, talking and, like, drinking, Mm -hmm. I will go through drinks quicker. So if people aren't home and it's, like, you and wit, like, three, five, seven, nine. It depends on the day and depends on what we have here. So, like, Mm -hmm. wine, I mean... A bottle could go if it needed to. <laughs> per person or? No, not per person. Well, no. Mm, uh, I could drink a bottle of wine if I really wanted to. Um, but it's funny because, like, we always talk about this. Like, when I drink, it's like when it's happening, I don't realize I'm, like, I think I realize I'm drunk, but, like, no one else realizes it. Oh, I'm always like, did Misha even feel buzzed? And you're like, wait, we hung out yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, I don't remember that part. You're like, what? You were, like, there. You were all like, there. And Misha, I'm like, you seemed totally sober. But maybe that's just because, like, I have a drunken personality. I don't know. I'm always kind of just like, <laughs> I don't know if I would go that far, but I do see what you're saying. Yeah, not drunken personality, but, like, my personality is very, like, bubbly and outgoing. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm... Drinking doesn't change my mood that much because I'm already kind of that person. I think I just become a child. Yeah. Fun, unless I'm very hungry. Yeah. Um... 
And Holly's also one where it's like, my dad used to always say this to me when I started drinking. He's like, every for every drink you have, you have a glass of water. And I'm like, okay, dad. And then I met Holly and she's like, make sure you drink your water. Okay, Dr. <laughs> Smith instilled that in me because honestly, the difference in how I feel the next day is just crazy. I can, I can drink a ton, but if I drink a lot of water... Like, during the process. You can't just chug a bunch of water before you go to bed and hope for the best. Oh, At that I used, point, to, it's too I used late. to just chug a bottle of water and take two ibuprofen and Same, but, I'd be fine. Mm, uh, hmm. Because if that's all I do, not enough. If I'm, like, drinking throughout the whole night, I feel great the next day. But see, this is funny that you say that because, like, in my head, I'm like, but if I drink... And then drink water. Then I'm like pushing away your drunkenness. Nope, that's what drunk people think. That's the drunk mindset. At one point, I was all about the vodka sodas. Like you know, when every all of a sudden everybody, every basic bitch and some was all about the vodka soda. (laughs) That's Aaron's brother's favorite drink. (laughs) Hey, I commit. I I I used to drink it all the time. It's because he's healthy. Vodka soda, lemon lime, right? And I always be like, I'm hydrating myself. There's no calories. Well, fine. There there are. I mean, no calories in the mixer. Okay. Yes. Yes. So now I, now I drink whiskey, and my my rocks. choice is whiskey on the rocks or um, red wine or like a shot or truly a truly lemonade. Man, Holly introduced me to this damn truly lemonade, and Guys, like, and before you turn off our podcast right now because you hate truly, yeah, listen it's to not me. The same. It is not the same. It's not it like White tastes, Claw at all. It tastes so much better than any other low calorie seltzer. Yeah. Way more flavor. It tastes like a lemonade. But it doesn't taste like a seltzer. Hundred calories, yep. and there's four flavors. Five percent alcohol. Honestly, I market them all the time. I wish I got paid for it. They're so good. Oh, we're gonna hashtag the shit out of truly today. <laughs> so back to <clears throat> something more serious. Yeah. Now. We talk about vulnerability, but if you don't want to, you know, you can determine how deep we dive. Okay. But you have mentioned before that, like, usually it's in a joking manner, but I can tell you're kind of serious. Like, sometimes you are a little concerned with yourself. Yeah. With how much you drink. Yeah. And I would would say that right now in life, I'm not as much. Um, So... First of all, I've, like we said, I've been drinking for a long time. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's kind of like once I started drinking, it was just like, that's just kind of like what I do. So, yeah. like, I haven't done it where, like, I, like, the whole sober February is, I'm always like, whew, that sounds rough. Never really done it. <laughs> like, I've just always, like, that's just kind of been my thing. And for a while, especially because in my last relationship, like, my last, the last person I was with, what, he was not a drinker and his family, like there were drinkers within the family, but they weren't like how my family is where like when you have a celebration, you drink. Mm -hmm. So he would make me feel bad and be like, oh, like you're an alcoholic and why do you have to drink? Blah, 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 blah. And so that really got to me for a while. And then, you know, it also, I mean, in this, damn it, is this therapy? But like, you know, last year Whitney was gone for like a long period of time. He went away to work in in Florida, and so like I was here by myself, and so like I was also sad because I wasn't around him, and I wasn't like really hanging out with people as much, and so I was drinking more at home by myself, and so those were moments where I was just like, you know, in the morning you're like, I'm not gonna have a drink tonight, and then by like four fifteen I'm like, I can't wait for this glass of wine. <laughs> so it's I don't know, it's like it's. 
and you just kind of, I, I just make sure that I like try to stay aware of what I'm doing and I try to make sure that I'm in control of what I'm doing in my actions while I'm drinking because mm-hmm. like, that's what I don't want. Like I never want to be like the drunk that's just sloppy or like, you know, I, five old. Sorry, Fievel is having a field day right now. I don't know what's going on. but The cat. Yeah, sorry, the cat. But yeah, like there's definitely times where I'm like, oh yeah, I don't remember that. But it's not like a time where it's like, I don't remember that and everybody's like, you were a hot mess and we're like right. dancing on a table. It's just like small parts where I'm like, holy shit, I forgot right, about that. Right, right, right. But I'm not one where like, I know my limit. I know how to drink. That's That's really what, like, and that sounds really weird, but like, I know how to drink because some people don't know how to drink and they just like will drink quick so they get drunk or they'll mm-hmm. take all different types of shots to get drunk. And like for me, it's like I have my certain drinks I have. And once I feel that moment where I'm like, nope, this doesn't feel good, <laughs> then I stop. That's like I, I don't keep going. So I don't know. I mean, is it sometimes out of control? Perhaps. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. I can't say that I'm completely healthy with it. No. Sure. But I'll be honest, like, I just enjoy having a cocktail. And Mm -hmm. it's weird, though, because, like, sometimes, like, in the winter, I'm like, all right, I'm going to have some tea instead of a cocktail and just pretend, you know, like, it's a weird, it's a weird thing. I don't, I don't think I have a problem, though. I really don't think I have a problem. I just, I just make sure that I continue to think on that and answer that question because I don't want it to turn into something, you know? Yeah, I think the thing that gets scary is like not basing it off of symptoms, but by quantity because people can build up a tolerance totally. where they're like, well, I don't even feel buzzed, but I've had five drinks. Yeah, or like for me, it's like I don't really get, although during this quarantine, I have had more hangovers, but like I don't really get hangovers. And then all of a sudden I read just like, well, people who drink a lot don't get hangovers. I'm like, oh, great. I thought this was a fucking good so cool couple follow-up questions again if i'm getting too serious stop me but you know me and my dark mind so like when's the last time you went like four days without drinking (laughs) (laughs) okay three honestly okay we're being honest um Honestly, usually the days that I take breaks are number one where I'm trying to be healthier, like food and intake wise, because like I'm calories always, and stuff. Yes, shit like that. Mm-hmm. Or if I am sick, mm-hmm. although a hot toddy really <laughs> does oh. wonders. <laughs> or if I had a hangover, I'm just like, it makes no sense for me to drink today because I feel like shit from yesterday. Um, so is the answer I don't remember. <laughs> or... <laughs> Yeah. Okay, other follow-up question. So, I know you talk about, like, potentially trying for kids in, like, a year or less. Yes. Is there any part of you that's afraid of going, you know, 10-plus months without drinking? No. And maybe that's naive. I just feel like once that happens, I'm going to be so freaking excited about what's happening and so excited for this baby, and obviously I want him to be... (laughs) healthy so but that'll just trump everything yeah like i it better and also like that he would fucking kill me if he walks in i'm I like, like oh uh no this is why it's uh great dude like, i feel like you did the heimlich maneuver yeah. on you or something <laughs> he like slaps like, that's like, not how this works <laughs> so yeah no i don't i'm not nervous about it i mean 
Is it going to be a challenge where I'm like, I want something to drink? I'm sure, you know. But I mean, like, I think everyone feels yeah, that. Yeah, and like, will I have to have a non-alcoholic wine? You're allowed to do that, right? You said non-alcoholic wine? Yeah, there's then, a yeah. Thing. yeah, right? You can do that. If there's no alcohol, then... Yeah, yeah. so like, maybe every day to have Just a... Like, <laughs> I mean, honestly... It's a weird, like, stress relief thing where, like, just drinking... A lot drinking... of it is probably psychological, totally. too. Just the habit. Like, we were... Aaron and I were at a free event where they were passing out oh my free um, non-alcoholic Heineken. Yeah, you sent me this message. You were like, this is so awesome. <laughs> I'm getting so much free stuff. And I'm like, like, what? And you're like, non-alcoholic beer or, and like, yogurt. cider. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I don't even like non-alcoholic beer. I just love free stuff so much. Um, and at first, Aaron's like, what am I going to do with this shit? And then he realized, like, you know, he's working an insane amount of hours where, like, he shouldn't be drinking because he's got to be working early. Right. So cracking open a non-alcoholic beer was, like, nice because right. it felt like a beer. It tasted like a beer. Yeah, it I could paired see that. well with the foods that I go with beers. That. So, like, maybe that'll be, you know, satisfying yeah. when you're just craving the flavor and action of yeah. drinking. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Down the line. But I'm not right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, living it up. How often do you... So, like, you... You said you're saying you drink more yeah. during quarantine? Yeah, I definitely drink more during quarantine. Um, not totally sure why. Well, honestly, probably just more time because. Yeah. And you're not waking up at like the ass crack of dawn to go to yoga. Exactly. To, like, I'm not going to bed at nine and waking up at five. <laughs> so, and I think when Aaron does have time off, like we, I, I want to try like his latest cocktail recipe, and I yeah. want to like live it up while we can. Yeah. So and it's then, kind and of then we're like we're hanging out a lot too, so I probably don't help for sure. <laughs> but it's fun. But okay, so during quarantine, I'm probably drinking every two days on average. Okay. Whereas before, I was probably drinking. So this was tricky too. Because we did a lot of free yes. Events in my normal life, I would drink like once a week. Right. But we worked in an industry where. There are open bars all the time, yeah. or even like our happy hours at work. Yeah, or so, even like a bottle of wine just gets open at work. On the counter, and yeah. you're like, okay. Yeah. So in that case, then I would end up drinking more like three or four days a week. But I, I did try to be aware like to give my body breaks because I – this might be partially psychological, but I think of it as like poison. Oh, okay. So then – Awesome. <laughs> I'm fucking after, poisoned. <laughs> I mean, after a while, I would be like, okay, I need to take a day or two. Like, even if I didn't get drunk, because I'm just like, eh, or the extra sugar. Like, I did, I started thinking of the health yeah. aspects. Yeah. And I'm like, also, maybe we differ in this, but like, I would choose french fries or ice cream or burgers over alcohol any day. See, my thing is like, I, my, like, I always say my sweets are my alcohol. Like, I don't need dessert ever um, I'm not I'm like oh. not a sugar person a like sugar my sugar feet. is my alcohol sugar so yeah, I I yeah like I could I don't need to eat any cake for a year you know how you're oh god what a sad year yeah. you know how you're always <laughs> thinking about like broth oh fuck yeah. and soup that's me with that's like literally gelato me and ice cream no. and mochi oh I had mochi today oh I just I love dessert. Yeah, no. I so, rarely order dessert when we go out for dinner. Okay, if someone told you the rest of your life 
you can drink alcohol as much as you want, but you can never have broth or soup again. Or you can have broth and soup as much as you want, but you can never drink alcohol again. I mean... What would you say? I, I, as much as I love soup and broth, there's also a lot of other foods that I love. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, fair. I just had to trade up <laughs> soup for tacos or something. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, no. no I don't think I could give up to. dessert. Really? I, oh, no, I don't think I could. Five. That sounds so sad. He's fine. He's Aww. fine. He just probably wants us some truly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a break and so, check on it. Oh, okay. A question. Sorry. <laughs> question I have Power is through. talking about how we grew up. Would you have changed when you started drinking based off of what you know now? Not at all. I'm glad I waited till I was 21. Yeah. I feel like. Even then, like, the first time you drink, you're always going to be a little ignorant and naive because it's your first time drinking. Yeah. But I'm really glad that I was a little bit older. I could, um, I was more mature and could make better decisions and not be, like, pressured into it. Yeah. And it made me more creative, I think, in my social setting. Yeah. Okay. In high school and college. Yeah, because you had to, like... Do in, things other than drinking. Right. In <laughs> high school, I did play energy drink pong once, and I felt so badass. <laughs> <laughs> and it was funny because, like, me and my cute, like, speech and debate and theater nerd friends, like, we all thought it was tough to drink the energy drinks. We're like, this tastes bad. <laughs> oh, and I just remembered. So for my friends, I want to say 14th birthday, we, the, there were three of us girlfriends, and we hosted a rave. But we specifically put on the invitations, no alcohol or drugs. Wait, uh, it, wait, how old were you? <clears throat> 14th birthday. I love that you put that on the... So on the... we made the coolest invites. It was, was it black paper in... with was... with um, splatters of neon paint. Like... And then her parents were like really wealthy. So they had like a dance floor and a tent and like food and energy drinks was our thing. So I think I had four... And at the end of the night, we were laying on the ground with our hearts racing. And it's like, <laughs> I think I'm going to die. <laughs> and honestly, like, energy drinks are really dangerous for kids, too. <laughs> but that was, like, the hardest I ever went. But I literally <laughs> felt like I was having a heart attack. You were fucking good. And I remember feeling so, like, badass because I also was, like, I, like, kind of grinded for the first time. But it was with Grind. my girlfriend and our gay friend, our gay guy friend. <laughs> Like, I was like, I'm what so you, bad. Like, Energy drinks and grinding. You're like, what are you drinking? Iced tea? Oh, lame. I have a Red Bull. I think it was Monster. Oh, snap. Because snaps. they tasted better. Monsters were intense. Yeah, they were. Ugh. I didn't. I would not. Do you have regrets? No. I I mean, okay, pause. <laughs> Do I have regrets with what I've done in life while drunk at a younger age? For sure. <laughs> but like, do I have regrets... Of what I've done at a younger age without alcohol, for sure. Um, I don't think that I would have changed. No, I don't think I would have changed when I started drinking. Okay. Yeah. I mean. So we both stand strong. Yeah. With what we did. Like, get fucked up or not. Nah. <laughs> and I said, nah. nah. Let's play hide and seek and drink energy drinks. Oh, my. Wait, hide and seek at what age? college <laughs> but it was midnight Wait, it was, on camp that's ghost it in the was graveyard. dark that was fun did you do ghost in the graveyard that's what that is i don't know what that is 
Oh, it's probably because ghosts are spirits and like probably that scared you. And yeah. Jesus. Literally. Wait, what is ghosts in the graveyard? What? Tell me. Ghosts in the graveyard is when you so we would always play in the backyard. You have you have a post where you're safe there and mm-hmm. the ghosts they go and hide. And you go find them, and but when they when you find them, then they have to chase you, and you have to make it back to the post. Oh, that sounds so fun! And it's also dark, and like you're like I've never heard of this. Oh, we're and gonna have to do that. Please, can Should we? we? Wait, guys, whoever's around, who wants to this play area, Ghost in the Graveyard and lives in Chicago? Hell yeah! Okay, I love this because adults don't play games enough. Like, I don't know why when you grow up, you stop playing games. We used to be in a kickball league and like we drank and play kickball and I miss it so much. Whitney is struggling so hard right now with no sports. Like, we need to start fall kickball where you drink. Because you literally go to a baseball diamond in the park and it's free and you're outdoors so it's COVID Sometimes you have to like... Hey, but there are parks that I know of where yeah, like no one it. goes. Yeah, let's do it. Comment. Mm. Guys, if you want to join us, send us a comment. But keep your distance because we're not trying to get COVID. Yeah, no. You better wear a mask. Oh, damn. I got to run with a mask on. No, I think like once you start the game and you're spaced out, it's Yeah, fine. but what if... No, what if you're standing on the base and the first baseman... First baseman? <laughs> I always hold my breath when I pass by people in situations like that. Even in sports? Well, I haven't played sports during COVID. <laughs> the catcher was just in the back, just like holding They pass out. They just fall backwards. <laughs> Time out. So, Joey passed out again. I don't have a single friend named Joey. Why did I say that? That's like, oh, that just reminded me from Frozen where he's like, Samantha? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know a Samantha. Samantha? Oh, it's such a good movie. All right, so taking everything we've talked about, yeah. how are you going to talk to your kids about drinking? Or like, what rules are you going to establish, if any, in your household? So, that's, that's a tough one. Because, like, I definitely don't want to be the quote-unquote cool mom from, like, Mean Girls, where it's like, if you want to drink... <laughs> Just drink at the house so I know you're here. Because, like, it, well, partially. Like, I don't want to be the one that, like, everybody's kids are coming to my house because they know that I don't care if they drink. Right. Absolutely not. And I don't want my kids out just drinking. What I will say is I want to always have an open and honest conversation with my kids. I feel like parents are probably listening to this and like, oh, get ready. You don't have kids, so you don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) But, like, I feel like... How I'm thinking about it right now without kids, I want my kids to be able to talk to me about shit. So, like, if they so happen to try drinking and they're drunk at a party and I'd rather them call me to be like, Mom, I messed up. I'm drunk. Come pick me up. Yeah. Than them drive home. So, there's, like, parts to it. I have no idea really how I'm going to deal with it. But I do want it to be open dialogue and conversation. Yeah. And they're going to see me drinking. Like, I'm not going to be a parent that, like, hides it from them. Like, yeah. I'm not going to be getting up in front of them. But, like, they're just going to, just like how I grew up seeing my parents being functional, awesome-ass human beings, but also having a drink. Mm-hmm. My parent, my kids are going to see that, too. I just feel like when you, 
And it also depends on the type of kid you have. But when you make these such strict guidelines, that then all of a sudden they go to college and lose their minds because yeah. they're like, woo, freedom, shot, 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 yeah. shot, shot, shot. So it's like, I don't know how to find that balance. And I'm sure that I'll just have to work through it when that happens. I just think I'm going to be in the in-between. Yeah. What do you think? It's hard. My default is to be a little bit of a tight ass. Yeah. But I I don't want, like you said, I don't want to push my kids to just like go off the deep end in secrecy. Right. So I definitely want to initiate a conversation. I want it to be a full-on conversation, not just like this weird thing where like, I think you're drinking, and you think I know you're drinking, but we're not. But gonna I'm not going to call you out. No, no, no. Right. Like I want a conversation before you even start thinking about alcohol, yeah. and I just want to say, like, hey, here are the risks, here are the dangers, right? Here are the benefits, right? But I would like you to wait till you're older, right? So that you can make smart decisions while you drink, yeah. And like you said, I think my default will always be, no matter what, like, please just call me if you're in trouble or exactly. something is happening. I think like one of my biggest fears is like daughters drinking a lot at parties where like sometimes yeah. they wake up and they don't remember what yep. happened or we like and we didn't even get into that, that can, yeah i mean yes. and that's a whole darker but, conversation yeah that's a real but like thing. that's real and and I'm, I'm sure things happen to guys too and i don't want to just be stereotypical but like sometimes dangerous things happen yep. and you don't remember or you fell out of control so yeah. that's like my biggest thing is not wanting something like that to happen yeah um, but it's funny because when Aaron and I first got married or we were first engaged or something, I was like, I don't want any alcohol in the house when we have children. Like, I don't want them to be tempted. I don't want to be responsible for like children or like young teens getting drunk all the time. And now like we have a full bar where yeah. like Aaron can make so many different beautiful cocktails for you at any time. Yeah. But... There's a bill. I don't know. Like, I might want to change. Like, I don't know if I want a full-blown bar when I have teens in the house. Because, like, I don't know. It 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 just scares me, the idea of, like, young people doing such an adult thing. Yeah. I know. I, it's 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 tough. But, it's so like, tough. But it's also, like, oh, yeah, it's hard. Because I'm, like, you're saying, well, I don't want a full bar in the house. And it's, like, so do you want them to go on the west side and buy the liquor like right. I did? You know? So well, it's like, it's, and it's, I want to have parties. Yeah. Like, go to bed. Exactly. But like, exactly. Like, hire my kids to be so, the bartenders. I did find some information. And I feel like it makes sense. Because I remember, so before I say this, I remember in high school, I went on a trip to Spain. And we were, you know, 17 years old. And, of course, us American kids, we were so excited that we can go in these bars because yeah. there's no age limit. And you could just tell that the Spaniards were looking at us like, you stupid American kids. Right. And not even, like, the old kids. Like, I mean, the old guys. Like, the kids and teens were looking at us like... So immature. You're so ridiculous. And so I found some information, and it says that when children are served alcohol by their parents, drinking problems are generally low. When children are prevented from drinking until an older age, drinking problems tend to be high. And it shows because in many groups around the world, virtually everyone is drinking and they they drink both frequently and regularly. Like if you think about like Italians and Greeks and Spaniards and Portuguese, like it's part of their culture to have wine during dinner, right? So in these groups, people learn how to drink from an early age. So they also do so within a safe and supporting environment of the home. They're not learning to drink from their friends and acquaintances. Yeah. And it reminds me of, like, our first episode, right? Talking about, like, 
sex education like mm-hmm. and how we are like we want to be able to help educate so they're not right. learning this dumb shit from their friends having a glass of wine at dinner with your family is definitely different than like doing chugging, a beer bomb yeah chugging beer <laughs> right with a ton of people in college or high school yeah um i think also like you said it depends on the kid because like me personally, I really wasn't even tempted. Like right. I had friends who partied all the time in high school, and they just knew not to invite me because it just wasn't my scene. And you were a narc. So like, <laughs> at that point, I well, yeah. I mean, I probably would have told on my friends. But like, that's the thing is like, if I have a kid like me who's like way more interested in all their extracurriculars and really doesn't care about alcohol, that'll feel really easy. Well, and that was literally <laughs> me and my brother, like. I was the one where, like, they had to worry about me and my friends being <laughs> in the basement because of the bar, and Monty and his friends were watching High School Musical in high right. school. You know, like, he, but also, like, he watched me and was like, you know what, I'm probably not going to go that route, and now he's, yeah. a, now he's a close, so like, now he's a drinker, but he definitely did not start off the way I did. And all kids are different, and all depends on who they're hanging out with, yeah. and there's a lot of factors to it. So many. So really, like, I just hope... That I have sweet, dorky children that I don't have to worry about. Yeah, good luck. Because you know, I'm going to have the sweet, dorky children. And you're going to have... party animals. <laughs> yep. Get ready. And send them on over to Auntie Mia. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to our episode about alcohol. Hey. And guys, make sure if you're not already following us on Instagram at Loud and Louder Podcast. Also, we're on Facebook. Also, we have an email address, loudandlouderpodcast at gmail.com. And we have a new feature now where if you check, click on our link and in Instagram, there is a little spot where you can leave us voice messages. So if you have any opinions or critiques, don't critique, or, you know, just, just in general, nice. if you just want to talk to us, just feel free to leave us a message, yeah. right? And whether you have a mocktail or a cocktail, yes. cheers. Cheers! This is Loud and Louder with, with Holly and Misha. And Misha.